Wagwan. Yay, yay. Namaste. Peace, love, light to all, and shine bright. Open your third eye and have clear sight. You are listening to Hero for Hire, the highest frequency on the net, given to you by the young ex-military veteran, Heru Anu Elohim. Hero Anunnaki. Today is the day after Cinco de Mayo. Yesterday was beautiful. Today, even more beautiful. A glorious rising. Beautiful evening. We are coming towards sundown. And as we come towards sundown, I, I reflect how there is no reset, but only forward. We can only reinvent in reason. Ashe? And I was recently reminded of that by a former CIA operative. Let's get into it. What are today's times like? So for anybody that doesn't know, you're a former CIA legitimate spy, which is crazy. (laughs) And the reason I find that interesting is because you would have to be a master of psychology, your own and others. And this also gets into where we are in the world right now. I've heard you say that we are potentially already in the beginnings of World War III, which hits a little too close to home in terms of how I view what's going on. But Mm -hmm. here's a quote. The core element of being able to control a relationship is understanding the pink matter truth of feelings. What all people feel becomes their point of view on what reality is. So when you understand it and you learn how to manipulate how people feel, then you can essentially direct them to feel any way you want them to feel. I see. Woof. I mean, I sound like a sick bastard sometimes, man. <laughs> Hearing my own words back to me, I'm like, oh, what kind of evil person came up with that idea? I'll assume that we're going to use these for good. <laughs> Both as a screenwriter and as an entrepreneur, the idea of being able to take somebody's perspective mm-hmm. to actually think like they think is really important. So the, that, the idea that you capture in that quote is what I call frame of reference. Now, in my marriage... The biggest arguments that I have with my wife are always where I'm, I'll be saying to her, I'm not able to penetrate your frame of reference. Mm. And people feel a certain way. They see the world a certain Mm. way. And if you can't get inside that, then you're in trouble. And so what I like about the quote is basically what I'm taking from that is if you can see their perspective, the, the elements that cobble it together, that make them feel the things that they feel, then you can steer that relationship. Now, again, I'll assume we're steering it for good for the purposes of this conversation. But I do really want to understand more about that. One, how do you take somebody's perspective? Mm. How do you build something where you can reasonably, not can be able to mind read, but you can reasonably understand where they're coming from? The first big thing that you hit on, uh, and I'm actually going to, I'm going to tweak what you said. It's not about getting into people's perspective. Most people don't have perspective. The average person has no perspective. They live in a world of perception, Mm -hmm. how they perceive the world around them. Most individuals, at least that's what we learn at CIA, individuals live with a frame of reference around themselves. They're the center of the movie. They're the star of the show. They're the center of the universe. 
That is an inherently human thing to do because humans in our evolutionary process and the pink matter that is our brains, we're always worried about survival. We've never outgrown that. The technological development and the technological evolution of the world has happened exponentially faster than the human involvement, the human evolution of the world. So while you and I are sitting here in 2023, we, our brains work in essentially the same way as they worked in 1823. But the world around us is extremely different. We don't need to worry about survival anymore. Now we're supposed to be worrying about how to thrive, how to meet our objectives, how to meet our goals. Mm -hmm. If you think about it, humans, just 200 years ago, humans had to worry about how do I make it to the next day? How do I just survive? They were always focused on the here and now and how do I make it work today so I can live again tomorrow? You and I don't worry about how to make it through today. Most people are thinking about what am I going to do this weekend? What am I going to do next week? When is my upcoming vacation? We don't worry about the here and now. But the brain is still wired to live first and foremost in this survival mindset, the survival process. So the pink matter that exists in your brain and mine and everybody around us is still very much focused on the self as the most important element. And because of that, it views everything around its everything around the environment and around the individual through a lens of perception. What I perceive is real to me. To hell with what you perceive. What I perceive is the truth. My stepdad used to lecture me about perception is reality. Perception is reality, Andrew. Perception is reality. And I disagreed with him from the time I was 12 years old. I was like, no, dad. Reality is reality. If I perceive a car coming down the road and it is in line to hit me, if I perceive that it's not going to hit me, it doesn't make a difference, right? Reality is reality. What CIA taught me was a better way of explaining what reality actually is. And reality is that 98% of human beings are trapped in their own perception. So the 2% that live in the real world that have perspective, they are able to manipulate the perception of everybody else. Mm. One must learn. You just heard from Andrew Bustamante and Tom. Go follow at Everyday Spy and go follow at Tom Bill U. Why we spy? He gave core motives. The CIA taught him RICE. R-I-C-E. The acronym RICE would be rewards, ideology, coercion, and ego. Since reality is reality, and perception matters most, you can change the perspective of others to see it in a different light. Ashe? He used that to translate into multiple stages of life. Andrew and Tom also discussed 
three stages of life. The first and easiest, most accessible stage being public. You know, the one that everybody sees. Next level was the private. The one that is kept for close friends, siblings, parents, and uh, significant others. And then the last being secret, classified, the things you tell no one. Those go to the grave information drops. And it is up to the agent to peel back these layers or stages of life. Possibly meet them in public have them unveil their private life to the agent so they can infiltrate secrets all across the nation. CIA operatives use this. Of course, this is the most unclassified manner and way to teach. For I studied just to add on to what Andrew's teaching, which is the truth. Human. For I'm an op intel analyst. Operational intelligence was my intelligence community contribution. And I learned about all intelligence disciplines. Andrew being a face-to-face human operative for intelligence on humans, he would be a human agent. Shout out to my humans. Shout out to the imints, imagery intelligence. Shout out to my op intels, operational intelligence. Shout out to my ground and strike forces. There are all types of us. Most of us got trained in our teens, in our 20s. And we're everywhere. The 1%. Translating back into civilian life, one does not have access to top secret information, which is fine. We still remember majority of our training. Now, the Navy core values were honor, courage, commitment. And Andrew has expressed that the CIA taught him something much similar. Competence. It can be broken down into confidence and courage. Now, competence means the most. And courage is the propelling attribute one must have. And confidence is honestly just a side effect. It's not anything actually real, just like fear. Is it real? False evidence appearing real. You get conned into believing in confidence. When actually competence makes one confident in having everything in order. Speak with sound right reasoning. 
Absolutely having the courage to do so. Confidently. In this life, there is no rewind. There is no reset. Only forward. You can always reinvent and resume. Improve on what we've done in the past. But there is no going back. That is self-destruction. And hitting the self-destruct button comes in many forms. You know, uh, espionage. Giving up secrets to the wrong side and being a two-sided agent. Snitching. Giving up information to law enforcement that isn't necessary. Suicide. Uh, Taking yourself out physically because you don't see a, a way out and you know you've done wrong. Andy exclaimed that confessions are one of the worst self destruct actions. A suicide would actually be less damaging. He would much rather have an asset or, you know, somebody the CIA is using for extortion go off grid than self-destruct. He would much rather an asset go dark because it is containable with less blowback. Much similar to the CIA operatives that have been killed after going rogue, not dark, but rogue. When one turns against the Americas, the CIA deems you as the number one target. The C. I-A. Of course, the CIA can stand for many things. Conspiracy in America. Central Intelligence Agency. (laughs) Corporate Infrastructure Attitude. CIA, huh? to share intelligence. The CIA collects, evaluates, disseminates vital information on economic, military, political, scientific, and other developments abroad to safeguard national security. Difference between FBI and CIA, CIA is collecting information only regarding foreign countries and their citizens. Whereas the FBI, it is prohibited from collecting information regarding U.S. persons, a term that includes U.S. citizens, resident aliens, legal immigrants, and U.S. corporations, regardless of where they're located. As it pertains to persons like Muammar Gaddafi, 
A global finding in 1981 ordered CIA to take action against Muammar Gaddafi, who is thought to be distributing weapons to terrorists throughout Europe and Africa. Now, Muammar Gaddafi, Muammar Mohammed Abu Minyar al-Gaddafi, also known as Colonel Gaddafi, he was a Libyan president, politician, revolutionary, and political theorist. And yes, they ordered the hit. And Muammar Gaddafi, one of his contributions to the world was the Golden Dinar. The Golden Dinar was said to, in the future, liberate America. Now let's talk about it. The Golden Dinar was the real reason behind his murder. And it was a threat to America's economic system. Golden Dinar, a groundbreaking initiative. In 2009, Colonel Gaddafi, the president of the African Union, suggested the states of African continent to switch to a new currency, independent of the American dollar, called the Golden Dinar. The objective of this new currency was to divert oil revenues towards state-controlled funds rather than American banks. In other words, stop using the dollar for oil transactions. Countries such as Nigeria, Tunisia, Egypt, and Angola were ready to change their currencies. Unfortunately, in March 2011, the NATO-led coalition began a military intervention in Libya in the name of freedom. Free water, almost free gasoline, free health system, and free education were commonplace for Libyans under Gaddafi's dictatorship. The leader has been in power for 41 years has managed to gain the support of all major tribes and by all social peace through racial measures and a policy of shared oil revenues jihadism the number one enemy of the west Gaddafi eliminated it with napalm in the 1990s although he financed many arms groups in the sahel libya itself was a stable country where the risk of being kidnapped or even murdered by an armed militia was non-existent. With an excellent management of oil revenues, the Libyan state had managed to store hundreds of tons of gold, 143 tons, according to WikiLeaks, and the same amount of silver. All these resources were going to make Libya the most influential country in Africa. Supplanting France, for example. Gaddafi wanted to avoid American influence in his oil transactions by using this gold. He launched the Gold Dinar Project, and other African governments were ready to support him in this project. It was both an African dream and a nightmare for the West's financial system. The End of the African Dream this information was discovered through Hillary Clinton's electronic mailbox. One of the 3,000 emails showed NATO's willingness to overthrow Gaddafi's government. NATO mainly watched and wanted to neutralize the African gold currency supported by Libyan oil reserves. At the beginning of March, the Libyan army and the many militias loyal to the government 
had already crushed the rebellion, thanks to their numbers and equipment. However, with Western intervention, the dream of a unified monetary system based on gold and independent of the dollar perished. Muammar Gaddafi was killed, family. Yes, Gaddafi was definitely murdered in the streets. They call it the death of a dictator. And it was honestly a CIA hit. Self-destruction, we're headed for self-destruction. Since knowledge reigns supreme over nearly everyone, says Lawrence Chris Parker, a.k.a. the teacher, KRS-One. He said we are headed for self-destruction. I wholeheartedly agree. He wrote that single during the Stop the Violence movement. Of course, formed by African-American musical artists in 1988 in response to violence in the hip-hop and African-American communities. Now, the FBI, the CIA, it doesn't matter to them if you come from America, if you come from Africa, if you come from South America, Asia, Australia. If you do not put the USA first and their white supremacy ideology, you're dead. They will kill you. Every part of your family will die. This is how they conduct business. Nobody is allowed to do what they want in this country, regardless of money. Your money has to be backed by something. And when North Americans, especially Negroes living in the U.S. of A, understand that we have royalty and wealth outside of a United States slave dollar, which honestly looked like green tickets with slave owners on them. <laughs> when they realize that we are more powerful than that, green paper, blue paper, with evil faces, will rise. People are doing dirt for dollars, and the dollar is backed by dirt and oil. Meanwhile, one of our original currencies, gold, silver. We wore crystals, had rubies, built temples and pyramids. Not this skyscraper urban city trash where we pollute everywhere we go and wait for the street sweeper to clean up after us. Wake up. The natural order of things is coming back. And people are leaving these three little organizations that extort people that would love to liberate the world. 
wake up. The United States military was enforcing their will upon their own by forcing these people to get vaccinations or step down. Forfeit their ranks and become civilians again. And then, oh, Dr. Fauci gets caught with crimes against humanity. So they, in fact, pushed a needle inside people that wasn't scientifically proven to help anyone. They're caught again. I'm happy I didn't join the CIA and I'm happy I left the naval intelligence community when I did. One stole everything from me. However, one soul is still intact. I've been a former spy. However, I've never enforced my will upon anyone. I've never extorted anyone. I've never used leverage against anyone. Because we are freedom fighters, chosen ones. The true liberators of the Lord. When they wrote that story about freeing the people, you know, getting them from under the Pharaoh's rule, it was in reverse. We are the spirit of the Pharaoh. Sun blood people, chosen ones. They can't infiltrate a promised land. Living lies. For we are the truth. We are the real light. In the way of the natural world. Namaste. Namaste.